Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast.gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? Hey, Tim. How's it going? Hey, Chad. Doing good. How are you tonight? Oh, I'm good. What a week, huh? Three wins in a row. I mean, goodness. It's 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 exciting, you know, to be a Razorback fan. Going in to play, you know, Alabama. Everybody, you know, don't don't think we can do it. And it's talking bad about how we're going to lose and so on and so forth. And, man, I don't know. You saw how Alabama played LSU at, uh, you know, how close that was. And then now we're going to, you know, that, that tough game we have, a very defensively fought game. I mean, it was, it was, it was wild. It was a tough game. Uh, and, <clears throat> you know, I think we could have won that by a few more points. I'll tell you about that later. But, you know, I, I just think, you know, you're, you got an Alabama team that might be, they're not the best Alabama team we've ever seen, you know, uh, Orjan saying that, you know, he doesn't feel like they're the best, you know, and you saw him play a couple other games, close games. You see him get beat by Texas A&M who we've beaten, you know, uh, Texas A&M. And, and so I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to feel. I, I feel like, um, it almost feels like Alabama's a, a bipolar team. And it's weird to say because they only got one loss. It's not like they got a bunch of losses. So, you know, why Why does it feel that way this year? But it feels like they're almost two extremes in games. They're either just playing really well or they're struggling. They're just, they're just, and when, you know, can you really say struggling when you've won all but one, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a, a big, big opportunity for us. It's, it's not as good as a Alabama team. Coach O's are right. I'm not saying we're going to beat them. You know what I mean? Uh, they're they're they've got pretty high motivation with that one loss. They can't lose again, or Ole Miss might. Well, I guess maybe they have to lose twice for Ole Miss to overtake them in the West. But they've got plenty of motivation to get in that in the uh, college football playoff, which they're looking in right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, they definitely don't want to drop this one. But they're just they're not as good as last year was one of the best teams Saban has had. Mm-hmm. Uh, just with the the offense and defense, the totality of both both sides of the ball being really good. Yeah. This year, they've, they've got, I mean, the the quarterback's good, the Stevens, but, uh, or is he young? Well, I'm getting confused. Uh, 
I'm getting confused with our Bryce Stevens, but um, freshman quarterback, and he's been okay up and down like a freshman quarterback would be. Um, and yeah, they all they reload all the time, but they really lost a lot. And some of these games, like losing to A and M, a team that we beat, um, you know, they did. I think one of the best played games was Ole Miss. But also, you look back at the third game and. They only beat Miami by two. At the time, you're like, oh, you're thinking Florida's – or only beat Florida by two. You're thinking Florida's mm-hmm. not too bad at that time. Florida's been awful this year. Yeah. And they only beat them by two or a couple weeks ago against LSU. Um, and LSU was playing hard. They did the same thing against us. But just beating them 20-14 to 14 at home, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of amazing. And we're 20-point underdogs, which is fine. I get it. You know what I mean? They're number two in the nation. Um we haven't beat a big time opponent. We haven't beat Alabama in 14 years, so I'm. I, but I feel like this is a pretty good, it's a pretty good shot as any in those, in those 14 years to beat them. Though I've heard people say that this team is as bad as probably as 2010 team is what they you know a lot of people have been comparing it to, or whatnot. Um, and I, what 2009? What it was, he went six and six, right? Like it was his first year, right? So. Um, Huh. Two thousand seven was his first year. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, but anyway, you, you know, he's he's had some he's had some teams that are up and down, you know, throughout the year. But it, it seems like lately he's you know just had a team that could pull it off every single time, right? And uh, you know, we had some close games. You know, we had some one point games against Alabama where we almost beat them, and we definitely had some touchdown games and stuff. It's not like we've just gotten curb stomped every single time. You know, we played them. I mean, of course, you know, Balama did a lot, and and uh, of course, uh, you know, you saw you know Morris get get handled. Uh, but you know, that's to be expected. The, the coaches just aren't. They just weren't that. They weren't that good. And you even seen, you know, you even seen, uh, you know, you even seen uh, Bob Petrino, you know, have a hard time with saving, honestly, you know. So, I don't know. It's just like, can we can we get out there and do what we need to do, you know. So, well, Houston Nut, right? That's the last time we beat them. Yeah, yeah. And that's still uh, 2006, but never since haven't beat saving yet. And we had a good chance at 07 year. And then uh, Emac mm-hmm. gets a concussion, gets hurt, and he couldn't finish the game. But we were on track to kind of win it. Um, but yeah, that I guess 2010 we blew the blew the big lead over because we kept trying to throw the ball, forcing the throws, and instead of kept our you know Nile Davis and Dennis Johnson mm-hmm. just pounding it. And then I think 2014 we lost by one. We we dropped a I think uh, one of the players drops a touchdown. Uh, we missed the extra point. Um, and then, and then pretty much any other time, any other time we've been blown out. Yeah, and it's been it's been a shame because it shouldn't have been like that. Before that, in the, since in the SEC, besides the first year, uh, that '92 Alabama team, which mm-hmm. was really good. I mean, we we held our own and we were really competitive against that program. But for some reason, since Saban's been there, we couldn't. And teams have done that. Teams like Ole Miss when they had Hugh Freeze and A and M every once in a while is beat. Uh, has beat a or Alabama, so it'd be nice to get us one. What was our record like against Nick Saban when he was at LSU? 
Yeah, a lot better. <laughs> we definitely beat them there. Yeah, hell of a lot better, right? So it's like we, we it's not like, and that it, that was a championship winning team too. Just like just like Bama, I believe if he stayed, you know, there that he would wind up doing the same thing to LSU. He's he's done over at Alabama, honestly. Uh, but like I, you know, he's beatable, right? He's beatable. You know, if Jimbo can beat him with this Texas A and N team he's got this year, he's beatable. You just got to figure out, you know, how to do it. You know, uh, and Pittman said, you know, we can't be scared. We got to go in there and we got to, you know, punch him right in the mouth. And we can't be scared. And we got to believe we can win this football game. And that's kind of what he's been preaching, you know, all week is is believing that that we can win. Is is getting the team to you know, not go in there with the mentality of, of we're probably not going to win this thing, but go in there with the mentality of, you know, we got a shot at this. And I don't know. I think we do. I think we got a shot. I definitely do. I think if we run the ball more, if we stop, you know, look, they're fast. They're very, very fast, right? So these wide receiver screens and stuff, let's not just, let's just not throw them this game. All right, let's just leave them out for the Bama game, right? We had a hard time against that stuff against LSU. They were a very, very fast team also. So let's not let's not throw those and let's run it a little more. Let me give me fifty touches on the ball, right? Let like pound it, work it, you know. Let, you're getting three point five yards per carry. Why in the hell are you passing all over the place? Stop it. Stop it. Run the damn ball. You give me 10 more runs in this last game that we played, right? With 3.5 yards per run. That's what, five touchdowns? That's a whole drive down the damn field. That's a, that's a field. You know what I'm saying? So, come on, man. Yeah, he kept killing. Uh, Kendall Browse kept killing the drives with those screens. Mm-hmm. It was just unbelievable. And we did run run the ball 40 times, but some of those were K.J. Jefferson on pass calls that he has to get out and make a play on his own. Mm-hmm. Well, and then you got the Bauer, you know, situation that's, that's making the run stats look funky this game where he, you know, took the took the snap and, and hauled ass, and that was cool. That was yeah, a good was awesome. run, too. Like, that was a really good play. Yeah, no, no, that was, that was an awesome play. That was a great call and really gave us, uh, kind of ignited us to come back and tie the game and go into overtime and give us confidence. All right, mm-hmm. you know, because we were just in a rut on offense. Defense just kept delivering um, time after time, three and outs, and just yeah. stopping, stopping these guys. No matter who, what quarterback they put in, um, defense just kept stopping stop them over and over and giving the ball back to the offense. We couldn't get anything. Yeah. Oof. Goodness. What a game, man. What but a game. We got the boot. <laughs> I mean, we did. We got the boot. We got, we got home with it. it. It was a, you know, it was a good game. I enjoyed it. Like, I know a lot of people don't like games like that, but I like a good hard fought, you know, football game. Yeah, we've had a lot of those against LSU. Just slugfests that aren't just high scoring shootouts. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to do that, especially uh, you know when you know the outcome like we do now. It's like, yeah, that was. I think that if, during the game you just kind of nerve wracking that we're like, are we going to score at all? Because it was during know, that whole game. Huh? No, no, man, I, I swear, man, during that whole game, I was like, 
our defense is doing so well. Like during the whole game, like that was the that was the vibe I got from it. it was like the defense was just playing very well, and to be able to go out there and hold LSU to thirteen points, I mean that just shows you, you know how good our defense is when they're firing off cylinders. And that's the thing we ask: like, is our defense going to be good enough to hold these guys? It's one thing that we were talking about after the Mississippi State game, and you see them come out there and and do that, and. uh you know, I don't know. It's exciting. It feels it feels more like the defense we saw, you know, at the beginning of the year. You know. Yeah, it did. Um, and he was delivering. Odom was delivering a lot of blitz calls at the right time, and um, we were wrapping up and uh, getting guys down. We had a couple turnovers, big time turnovers, uh, and we in their last drive or they're driving overtime with the slusher mm-hmm. um, interception. Brown has a big one in the second half. And it was just, and uh, you could feel that interception coming. Like I said, yeah. it. I was like, "There's going to be an interception in this game. It's going to turn the whole game. We're going to, we're going to get it." And I said that like what the third quarter. Yeah, and I was just like, there, "You just got to keep waiting." And boom, <laughs> there it was. Slusher was just what a play. And their their biggest run was 13 yards, and that was it. Like we had big time runs. We had 23 yarder, at 28 yarder, 15 yarder, 13 yarder, mm-hmm. etc. Those are some of the longs by the guys were running. Um, so we just kept stopping them. And Nussmeyer, I think his first that touchdown drive because I know we were all Texas. Like man, we always make these backup quarterbacks look great. And then after that, like our defense settled in and sacked them a couple times, mm-hmm. uh, put pressure on them, and. Force him just to not have a great game. Yeah. 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 They were like rotating in and out QBs and trying to figure out what the hell they were going to do, you know? So, yeah, it was an excellently played game, honestly. Um, I hope we can go out and play a game similar against Alabama where we can just hold their offense, right? And, just hopefully our offense can just bide their time and do what they can do. We can we can get the win, you know. Um, you know, I don't know. The game did feel like it was it was um, the hurry up game felt like it was almost a hindrance at times, especially in that first half. You know, you were getting out there and you were hurrying up, and then you were punting the ball right back to them. Yeah, and <laughs> I don't want to do that against Alabama, man. I, I mean, I guess that's what we're gonna do, but <laughs> golly, yeah, Alabama's awesome. Just yeah. to use no. it, use it in a hurry up if you want to. Just run up there to the line and get everybody ready, <laughs> and just let's tell that quarterback let it tick down. Yeah, hurry up and punt's not not a great offensive philosophy, but mm-hmm. sadly, sometimes that's happened. Under under Kendall Browse, he just gotta he's gotta sticking with his hurry up and won't let it go. Well, we punted the the mess out of the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah that especially in the first, you know, half <laughs> of this game. Yeah, Bauer had some good ones. That was definitely Bauer's best game of the year. Had a fifty-seven yard punt, a couple inside the twenty. Mm-hmm. And of course, that fake field goal run. Yeah, we punted eight times. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> that's just bad. That's almost Hurry up. double digits. Punt. Three and punt. <sighs> Three and punt. Uh, Oof. 
Three yards and a cloud of dust is fine, man. Like, you'll get a first down that way, but just and we're three, running, yards, and three so, yards and then two incomplete passes. Some of those plays, too, that he's running, like these wide receiver screens and stuff, I don't know, man. Like, why are you trying to get to the edge on LSU, yeah. right? You know they got track star speed. Why are you trying to get to the edge on them, man? Run it up the middle. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna not gonna work. Didn't work against LSU. It's not gonna work against. It didn't work against a team like Auburn that had a fast defense. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. It's not gonna work against Bama. No, you got to get. It's just a waste of a play, too. Almost, you know what I mean. Uh, so, I do like these trick plays. They've been running, you know. Um, that just haven't worked out. I think we're going to hit one of those, you know? So I think that's just bad luck that we hadn't hit one yet. Yeah, I do too. Like we've, we've been close a lot and have the guy for a good look. Worked out, and Cam Little hits three field goals, all three of his field goals, plus the game winner, didn't I? I mean, that's for a true freshman. That's that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Going into overtime, winning the game, you know. So, get a, you know, I don't know. I think it was a good game, except for all the punting, except for the stupid play calls, you know, not running <laughs> the ball as much. Defensively, just tremendous game, really. Uh, defensive play calling. Defense, the defense did everything right. You know, got the interception when we needed it. Like, they were the difference in this game, you know. And special teams, you know, hitting all their, uh, hitting all their kicks. And, and, you know, even though we were punting the ball, we, we, we had good punt coverage. And, you know, we, we were, we was pretty much keeping them in long field position. So that was good. You know, I mean, right decision to punt it. Goodness gracious! <laughs> yeah, hit all the field goals. Had uh, had that fake fake field goal conversion. Had mm-hmm. decent punting. So special teams has definitely improved um, as the seasons went on here. Well, they definitely had a better game this game. I hope we can say they like every game they improve, and we see another another good game. I, the last three games they've played well though you know i don't know i guess we had a little bit of we had a few concerns coming out of that you know third game back but yeah yeah it seems after the bye week it's but i hope it keeps improving because can't i mean like that happened against georgia was it georgia's we were down seven zero we were backed up and we let them block the punt and score a touchdown it was over for me you know, I mean, you can't have that against Bama because Bama's the team that's going to do that. Bama's the team that will take advantage and just take that momentum and <clears throat> kill us even further. Mm-hmm. We've got to shore that up. Oh, absolutely. Well, what do yeah, you I mean, not not really a whole lot with the LSU, kind of what um, kind of talked about, man. But yeah, it was a smash mouth game and. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm gonna have to agree with you. You know, KJ's 18 out of 25, not bad, but he's under, you know, 10 yards and a, a completion. That's with a 43 yarder because, like you said, just a bunch of screens. Mm-hmm. You're calling it 
you know, calling it during the game, and it kept happening. Like, okay, you didn't learn not to do that. Like, yeah, like stop, right? <laughs> somebody's got to see like it's not working. But I well, we're we, we're been... seeing it. We're telling you, like, surely somebody's listening. So. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I mean, how do you tack, you know, this mammoth of a defense that we got coming up, right? It's like, I like that That's wear them down method that we went into the Ole Miss game with. If we would, uh, you know, take it to overtime and keep wearing them down, keep with it. I mean, because there's, well... I mean, some of these games. Um, I'm sure they're going to just look at what A&M did and be like, let's see if we can. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I mean, A&M. Yeah, A&M. Um, I do need to go to that, that box score. but well, They did bring a bunch of blitzes and things like that and just kind of, I don't know, they had a lot of movement and stuff and, and, and they were snapping the ball quick. So they just seemed to be able to catch them off guard a lot. Yeah, that was just unexpected. I mean, still watching it. Just because the week, I mean, like, we had seen who they had, like, were two weeks earlier. Mm-hmm. Even the week before. And, uh, yeah, I still don't know how that happened. But, you know, it's crazy. And it's on the opposite side of the ball. But I remember talking about it last week that they only had six rushing yards versus LSU. Like, what the hell? If we, we can, we've been a really good run stopping team this year. Six rushing yards. Against and against LSU, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm. It's, they seem to have KJ's number. I mean, it was hard for him to run in that game. I mean, he he had you know he got out of there a little bit, ran a little bit, but no, he didn't have nearly the you know game he's had in, in some of these other you know games. Yeah, no, he hadn't. He still led us in rushing, which is crazy. But yeah, he hadn't. Um, he didn't break off really. But he had sixty-three yards. Holy moly! Surprised. Yeah. Johnson, forty-one. Man, he's no carries by Sanders. It's crazy. They didn't even try Sanders. So I guess one, one screen pass for negative three yards, but didn't even try to put him out and run. I don't understand. Yeah, six carries for 39 yards. He averaged six, and that was all he ran. Was I don't understand why you wouldn't have Johnson, Smith, and Rocket on the field at the same time with KJ doing, you know, all sorts of different <laughs> run, yeah. run, run plays, right? I'm just going to say it, man. I think they should go wing T, man. I think they should do a little wing T. Just a little bit. They could. With, with KJ. Get some old so, Georgia Tech film, you know. <laughs> that would just bust it out. I mean, Alabama would not be expected. <laughs> That'd be the way. You got. You want to you know, throw the kitchen sink at them. That's what you do. Just been practicing all year. Just, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Not something we just decided, you know, Sunday <laughs> or Monday practice or whenever, like, hey, let's implement this. Like, it's something we've been, they've been working on a little bit. For this goal to beat Bama. 
I need to be beaten. Oof. I hope he doesn't, man. I hope Coach doesn't. Because that'd be good for him. I mean, right now, what he's sitting at 500. If he beats Bama, it's his first game to go above 500, like beating yeah. Saban. <laughs> That would be that would be iconic, man. Like you would know his careers oh, booming from that oh, point. Man. Goodness gracious. My Lord. What a huge game this is. Goodness. Pittman's ten and ten. Saban is hundred and seventy nine and twenty four, I think. <laughs> Don't even say it, man. That that seems like he has more loss than I thought, twenty four. Let's get him twenty five. Yeah, there we go. That's a better number. Well, he would would have had well maybe would have had more than twenty four, but he had some. I guess when Ole Miss had to vacate that win versus him. But I will say, I will say, uh, some of these teams like you've seen in the past uh, beat Alabama. At least is what I've heard. And I was like, notice it, like it's been mobile quarterbacks that's had a pretty good uh, mm-hmm. success on them. So maybe KJ can utilize that. Maybe we'll go wing T and you know. <laughs> see oh, if they're not. Pick they're not going um, to, but it would, damn if they did, man, it would be awesome. Maybe just an updated one out of the shotgun. You know what I mean? Just, Even if you just do it against Missouri, and just run it against Missouri the whole time. I don't, I don't Drink think we wouldn't know to. what to do. Drink would start crying. He'd probably, he'd probably <laughs> say we cheated after the game and stuff. You can't just change oh, your yeah, offense. Yeah. He seems like a guy. I don't think we even have to. We shouldn't even have to throw the ball one time against Missouri. I think we could just run every every run, just, just every play, no matter what. Woo. Third down, fifteen, still run play. Man, Johnson's Johnson's looking good too, man. You know, you, Johnson comes in with four hundred fifty-six rushing yards. Goodness gracious. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, he had that, I mean, the other night he had that big 43-yard pass from KJ, too. I mean, that was, that set us off to tie the game. That was was big time. I can't believe we only have the sixth best rushing attack in the SEC. That surprises me, honestly. You would think I, I don't know. I thought our rushing was a little better, but maybe it's because we don't. Maybe it's because we throw a bunch of stupid passes. We don't need to throw. In the SEC, I thought we were. I thought last week we were fourth in the nation. I don't know. I guess now we're sixth in the SEC. Well, well that stinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we. Mm-hmm. He did get Traylon Burks did get those thirty consecutive catches, so he's still rolling with that. <laughs> no, we're number we're number two in rushing offense in the SEC and number six in the nation. No, oh, you're right. Saying. My bad, my bad. I read that. That's wrong. what I was thinking. I was like, oh no, we've got like. No, you're right. I read that wrong. I know we didn't. Yardage wise, we didn't have the greatest day well, versus LSU, but 
It makes me even madder that we're throwing the ball. Yeah, it should. Like, it should make you even madder. Golly. I mean, hell, LSU had, or Alabama had six rushing yards versus. Man, I wish I wouldn't have read that wrong now. (laughs) God. Cut it out. Yeah, it's, I mean, four guys over 400 yards rushing. It's just crazy. Why not have them all on the field at once in a wing tape header with a rushing quarterback? Good Lord. He's included. Yeah, he's included with that. <laughs> and you got Burks out on the edge, ready to run down for a pass. It's not like you don't have any wide receivers. Yeah, you don't. I mean, like with ours, like we we just need Burks out there. A lot of times we don't really need a <laughs> You got Knox that tied in who can uh, do that too. So it's not exactly like we need three, four wide receivers that and any, really, anybody but Burks has been inconsistent, hadn't proven themselves to have to spread it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bumper pulls, leading the hogs and tackles. How about that? Good for him, man. He's he's worked hard for, you know, for this. Yeah, yeah. He's, he was thrown out there as a freshman into the fire and it's paid off because he's gotten battled some injuries battled broken ribs last year and still is playing through it and still just a junior too it's he's got the second most tackles among all fbs defenders since 2019 how do we get up to number one <laughs> who's that guy how Why many do we need? Is it just like three more? Like, what do we need? Yeah. Here? I think we talked about this last week. I think there's a record fixing to be broke there, man. Yeah. Not with those three and outs, though. If we keep getting three and outs, he doesn't have as many opportunities to tackle. No, that's true. On the other hand, if we keep putting the ball. Keep the defense out there. It gives him more. More time to make yeah. tackles. Hush yeah, up. Hush happy. up. <laughs> I want to control the game, man. I want to run it, but I like running clock. I don't understand. No, I mean, I do understand, like, the, the hurry up, go fast, and I think it has its place, but I like to utilize both strategies depending on, like, who I'm playing or whatever, right? Or, like, you might go out and, and run, hurry up, and, and see how that goes for the first you know, quarter or something, and then switch over into, you know, more of a, a ground and pound where you run the clock a little bit. But I don't know. They just got their head stuck, and this is what they're going to do, and that's what he does, man. That's how that offensive coordinator works. <laughs> yeah, he's stuck in that way. I just, I don't see him change. Mm-hmm. Stuck in his – I mean, it works, I guess. You know, it's pretty good. I mean, it's not bad. You know. We've still got the number, I mean, number six rushing attack in the nation. So it's not like he's just ignoring the run. It's just. Yeah. No, it's not like, yeah, he does run it. It's just not as much as I feel like we should. That's all I'm saying. I feel like Pittman should, yeah. Because, uh, you know, we're always going to have a running game. And with an offensive line coach as your head coach. Mm-hmm. That's going to be an emphasis all the time. But Pittman's a guy that, you know, lets his. Coaches or, you know, coordinators have a lot of say.
Uh, Little is the best freshman kicker out there, so that's good. Oh, yeah, he was number one coming out of high school. There's a reason for it. Huh. Tied for six among all FBS freshmen kickers, so 34 points. Like what they've, you know, so he'll be breaking that record soon, so. How about that? Yeah, he's hit a lot. Goodness. We've got to spread it out on our run attack. Like, just four guys with those 400 yards. Bama has Brian Robinson Jr., 800 yards, 14 touchdowns. And everybody else has just, like, one touchdown. Oh, yeah. Man. That is weird. I mean, usually you see Alabama have, like, like a... Heisman Trophy candidate running back and then a guy that's probably going to be the next year or the next year, but you don't really... It's just kind of... I said 14 touchdowns, but... <laughs> just mm -hmm. seem, They just don't seem as overwhelming like... And I say that, and they might put 50 points on us. Well, I mean, you know, you take a look at them here and you look at their defense, and it, it looks like they've kind of slimmed down their defensive line, honestly. You know, you got 300, 308, you know, 312. You know, you're not looking at the biggest, you know defensive guys like you've seen in the past where you've seen these like defensive monsters at Alabama on their line that could run a yeah. you know four flat with something ridiculous you know and you yeah. don't you don't have that right you just have you have really good players but you're not it's not like we've seen you know in the past with with these saving defenses so but then you know same thing said they're stacked at you know, they're stacked at linebacker, though, you know, which they always are. But, I mean, I'm talking like everybody's, you know, all you know, all their linebackers are juniors and seniors, you know, with with one freshman uh, that's out there, Dallas Turner. Um, but, they're, I mean, they're stacked. They really are. The cornerbacks are probably, like, their most, the weakest link out there as their cornerbacks you know they got a lot of youth at cornerback and um they also have they they don't have a lot of height uh six one guys and stuff like that out there so you know that's where you know you're like okay well we got an opportunity maybe we can you know sling the ball a little bit but then again you know, since that line is not as big as we say in the past good opportunity to run the ball so hopefully you know, you can take advantage of run, 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 play action pass, you know, get something deep, get something like that, you know. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, besides, I mean, really, you got Anderson Jr. who's just been a monster this year. 23 tackles for loss, 12 and a half sacks. Mm -hmm. And it's got three quarterback carry. So, that's, I mean, that's their stud on defense. But a lot of these guys, like you're saying, you just don't see the, the big monsters on the um, defensive line and mm -hmm. pretty young team. They graduated a, a good bit, and now, now they're all five stars. I mean, they're highly talented, but you know, guys that haven't seen as much action and haven't been through the fires as much as some of the other ones. But so, there's definitely an opportunity. I mean, I think there's definitely an opportunity for our offense to be able to play well 
against this defense. Maybe not, you know, not as as uh, well as we have against other defenses, but we 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 definitely be able to hold our own. I think offensively. Now defensively, can we stop them offensively? That's the question. That's where you know things start to get tricky. You know, can we keep them below fifty points? Yeah, and you see a game like that, like uh, against Bama, where they I don't I just really don't understand what happened to that one. But um, you know, and I I like to look back at this Florida, like what happened with Florida. Like that's the tape we need to be watching for the rushing offense. Florida. Had, 246 yards rushing, four rushing TDs mm-hmm. on Alabama. You know, 30 yards, the longest one of those runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not like they were just getting a bunch of big plays. They were just getting moving it on them. They were just driving it on them. Uh, and that's only, you know, 194 passing yards. So they were able to run the ball. You know, LSU had over 100. And not a lot from there. I can't really say Mississippi State because they don't run the ball anyways. Yeah. Um, and some of these teams like Miami and New Mexico State and Mercer, Southern mm-hmm. Miss, God, their, their non-conference schedule is bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got this Bryce Young at quarterback, and he's, you know, he's doing well this year. You know, he's he's able to sling it around, so he's somebody you got you to gotta keep an eye on. But, like, have you seen him running the ball a lot this year? You know, like, what is, what is, what is, he, what is his rushing game look like? That's, that's the question I have because I haven't, you know, I know he's I know he's good, but do we have a dual threat, or are we just looking at somebody who can sling the ball? Because I know he can sling the ball. Yeah, I mean he's only twenty five net, you know, net rushing yards, so he's mm-hmm. only kind of pocket know, passer a little bit. Yeah, like he he won't sit back there as much as like the LSU guys, mm-hmm. or like the Mississippi State Mississippi State quarterback, like we've seen. But he's definitely not a. Um, real you know mobile guy he definitely likes to stand back there and like you said he's mm-hmm. you know swimming all over the place so that's so. when you know can you make him uncomfortable can you make him have to run the ball you know not with yeah. I, I don't know i hate to say it you know you look at their offensive line and it's like you know 350 324 <laughs> you know 320 328 like you know i mean just big old boys right 305 like big old dudes out there even tight ends at like 250 i mean big old dudes on that line and you know can you penetrate that with a three-man down lineman front you know and i know we've been rolling in the four-man front every once in a while but can we penetrate can we get to the backfield can we make him run or, or are we gonna let him sit there and sling it because these receivers they got are good you know Williams and and Mitching and and Bolden and all of them are really good receivers. You know they're just they're just out there getting after it. So yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, Mitchie's got seven hundred twenty-two yards, six touchdowns. But uh, Williams, he's big time playmaker. Has a mm-hmm. ninety-four yard touchdown a year, ten touchdowns, over a thousand yards already. And then you know, so those are your top guys. And then you know, Bolden. Third receiver, you got Robinson Jr. coming out of the backfield, and Cameron Law too. What if he's? Um, let's see. What is the tight end? I actually like they don't have like a you don't really just a name brand tight end that they usually do either. Mm-mm. No, they got like good blocking tight ends this year. It's I, I don't feel like you know 
I mean, they're, they're tight ends. I'm sure they're out there making plays or whatnot, but they, they're more bruisers blocking uh, guys, I think. Especially I guess what I've seen. Two, six touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, he had, he's, uh, he's there. I mean, he's down on the uh, – he's not one of their main ones. Mm-hmm. Probably the fifth leading receiver, but only 15 catches on the year, but six touchdowns, so a lot of red zone targets. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, in Bryce Young, thirty-three touchdowns, three interceptions. So, <laughs> you know, he doesn't get he hadn't got pressure a lot behind that offensive line. Uh, so it's something that's going to be a tough, tough battle for us. But he has thrown three. He's still a freshman. I mean, he can make mistakes. Um, we've seen Odom call a good game last week. Hopefully, he's got something up his sleeve. Uh, you know, year. you hope that yeah, Morgan comes in, Bumper Pool comes in. You know, you hope everybody comes in just ready to, you know, take their heads off, man. You know what I mean? And, and gets out there and gets it done. I, I mean, I don't know, like, you know, what what else what else you're gonna say about it? You know, I mean, it's like you got to get your guys out there. You know. Can Ridgeway get through? Can Utsi get through, right? Can they push the linebacker? Like, I hope so, right? I hope Trey Williams can get into the backfield. And that's really what, you know, we kind of want to see, right? Um, do we want you know, are we going to see a heavy front? Or are we going to say Isaiah Nicholas get in a little bit like we've been seeing, right? And, and have more of a heavy front. Uh, up, up front when we play Alabama, or are we going to see that three-man down lineman, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think that it's, man, I hope this guy's a hot shot, you know, defense coordinator like everybody says he is, and he can stop these guys. Cause, man, that is a big ask. This is, this is where, like, the Alabama, like, it's like, man, our defense matches up against their offense pretty well. I think we can probably – you know, hold them, but golly, you start looking at our defense against their offense, and it's like, man, things just start to get scary, man. You know, you you just want your playmakers to do what, you know, what they need to do, right? And, man. Yeah, know. everything changed with the Alabama. I mean, they were winning championships just with, you know, uh, the McCarran and oh, what the hell the other guys. They're all, they were all real – uh, McElroy, all real similar early in Saban's years, but really started, my goodness, just took a, it went to a different level when, you know, Saban started getting the uh, Tagovailoa's and Jalen Hurts's and Mac Jones, Bryce Young now. It's mm. crazy. Mm. Like, that's not what the SEC and the nation needed. I mean, that's what Saban, I'm sure he's happy. You know what I mean? But that's not what everybody needed for these Alabama teams. Though. We enjoyed the, just the number 12, just... Token, token, uh, got a, a game manager to just hand it off to a, uh, some big, big running backs. But now you got a, now you got really talented quarterbacks on top of that that you got to worry about swinging all over the field. It's just, it's crazy, man. They, when you get all the best talent, man, this is what you get, right? And you gotta, you gotta get back there. But here's the thing, man. Our defense has been surprising me all year long. Honestly, and when I think they're not going to play well, they've been coming out and playing really well. Like last game, I thought, you know, we were going to be a high-scoring game. I didn't think the defense is going to show up. You know, we had some defensive issues. 
<clears throat> honestly, <clears throat> after the Texas A&M game, and I thought <clears throat> we might continue to see those. But they showed up, you know. They showed up and did what they needed to do. So maybe yeah, they'll I show mean, up tomorrow. Yeah, we've had some big big games where we're just uh, had some stinkers on uh, for defense, but a lot of these in big-time games, like you're saying, a and that's one really to point to in this LSU. Mm-hmm. Really impressive. Uh, oh yeah, and it feels like we're—I mean, we're—we're we're a healthy defense. I feel like I feel like uh, we've got a shot as any to, uh, you know. I don't think we're going to shut Alabama out by any means, but I feel like just limiting Limington and giving our offense a chance to just don't don't fall behind twenty-one nothing, twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just where you just like now you just you got to abandon. They're gonna we're gonna abandon the run and try to play catch up. Like, can we just keep it like trade off, trade off long drives, or, um, you know what I mean? Yeah, I look at it, and my my first thought is, let's go in. My strategy in my head is, let's go in, and let's play ball control. Let's let's run the ball as much as we can. Let's keep all four of our running backs on the field as much as we possibly can, and. Um, let's just rely heavily on the run game. Let's let the clock run all the way down to like five seconds before each snap. And let's just try to control the clock, try to be the team that controls the clock. And they have that, you know, hurry up style now over at Alabama, right? So they're going to come out there in that, but can you control the clock on them and move the ball? down the field, get first downs. And that's the trick. Like, you have to move the ball down the field, get first downs, and at least, you know, get a field goal at the end of the drive, right? And that's the trick, you know, just any points you can, right? And field goals are fine. Um, but can you get those first downs? If, and, and if you can't, you know, maybe you abandon that and you move back to what you've been doing all year and you go hurry up and, and you see what, you know, you see what happens. But I just feel like if you can control that clock against this team offensively, you know, and then you let our defense go out there and, and, and hopefully hold them and, and stop them and, you know, take advantage of them. Uh, defensively, you know, you can win this game. But, I mean, it's either going to get ugly. It's either going to be like a 50-point game, and we're not going to, you know, we're not going to be in it at all, or it's going to be a very close game. I don't think there's going to be an in-between. I think we're either getting blown out. I think we're either getting blown out on Saturday, or we're playing a very, very close game. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think there's going to be an in-between where we're like, you know, I felt like every, we could cut it to 14 here, mm-hmm. things like that, cut to seven. It's like, it's like, it's just either back and forth. We either win a great game or we get a, we have a heartbreaker against them or like what they've done to us so many times in the last uh, 14 years. You know what I mean? Just get blown out and just kind of like that Georgia where feeling pretty good of ourselves and just like, like I said before that, oh, you know, no lose situation here, and then like we get beat thirty eight nothing, and just demoralize the rest of the day. Like, that's not that's not how I want to feel. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Like getting first down is the most important thing. Or sorry, not really the most important, but it's really important because you can't just we can't get the ball at R twenty five and go three and out three yards total or something. Kick it to them, 
they get it at their 40 or midfield and only have half a field to go. And like you're talking about with the field goals, what did we do against Mississippi State? We made, we kicked three of them, and it came back. We won by three. LSU, we kicked three of them. Um, they added up, and we won by three. So uh, you want to have touchdowns, obviously, but you take those points, and they, they add up. Like that's you, you, you feel good. Like yeah. when we get field goals, you feel good. You came away with something. Mm-hmm. There's points on the board, right? And that that's good. That's that's always a good thing. And when I think when you're playing Alabama, you're tempted, right? Especially if you're having a good drive. Let's say you went from the 25 all the way down to the you know 30, and you're like tempted, right? You you got a fourth and you know, three, let's say, right? And you're really tempted, like, man, I could probably get three. We've been, this whole drive, we've been getting it. You know, it's yeah. pretty good, but just get the points, man. Just get the points and then take it, take it, take what they give you and then figure the rest out later. Yeah, that's exactly what Lane Kiffin did not do and put him, never really put himself in a situation to compete against Alabama. And almost has been good this year, but he kept going for it. Every fourth down, he went for fourth down in his own uh, in his own territory. I got thirty something yard line, and then it's like, I mean, it wasn't much of a game at that point, but it was still in the first half, and he did that. He he missed. Uh, he turned down opportunities to kick field goals, mm-hmm. and it did not work out because you, he was sitting at you know down twenty eight, down thirty, quick because he kept doing that and giving the ball back. Yeah, uh, in those you know hairy situations. Mm-hmm. And it's tempting. It's tempting to do because you're like, man, am I going to get another yeah. drive? Will I be it's able to get this there. close to the end zone again against Alabama? Yeah. You know, and I think that's kind of going into it with that mentality that, like, like Pittman saying, like, it's going into it that mentality, like, God, we probably can't win this game, right? Like, we're going to have to, we're going to have to do something special and everything's just going to have to line. We're going to have to like just be as ballsy as we can be and we're going to have to have a perfect game. Yeah. I don't think that's necessarily true. I don't think we have to, you know, go in there and have a perfect game. I just think we got to play well, you know. I mean, that's what that's what Texas A&M did. You go back and watch that game. They just played well. They just played a good game. They had mistakes. They had penalties. You know, they didn't play a perfect game, but they played well. Yeah, they played well enough to beat Alabama. They didn't, you know, really shoot themselves in the foot in any way, but they made, made enough plays mm-hmm. and played just a normal game. They didn't have to feel like they had to do anything extra. Exactly. They didn't have to go above and beyond. They were just like, you know, it's our team. We're going to line up and feel like we can beat them. They came into that game thinking they could win after two losses <laughs> in a row. To us, like getting just smashed by us in yeah. Dallas, like hopes of a playoff. Done. And then losing the next week against Mississippi State. Hopes of a playoff even more so done at that point. And they still come back and beat Alabama. Now, I was at home. I'll say if this was in Fayetteville, I couldn't imagine, uh, you know, even the the chance we'd have. And I feel like, uh, but this opportunity for a big road road game. 230 CBS game, it's going to be pretty, pretty awesome. You know, it's at Alabama, so maybe we go over there, maybe we rip their goalpost down, you know? <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Be worth it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Well, I guess we, you know, we've been, I think we've both been 
kind of dragging this out, man. I guess we need to go ahead and make our predictions for this. Yeah, this for is this tough. Game. It's tough. <laughs> what do you think? What are you going to do? Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Alabama 36 Arkansas Thirty-seven. Wow, that's crazy. I like it, man. I like it. Here comes. Uh, well, you can go in that direction. I think it's time we beat Nama. Time to put up or shut up. You know what I mean? Do what, do, do what? Do do the right yeah, thing. Do the right thing. Do, make the right. Make the right thing. Uh, Arkansas, 30, Alabama, 28. Good Lord. <laughs> two points. Oh, man. Points. Are we going to be the only people to predict that we beat Bama and then we do it? Probably not, man. But <laughs> we're giving it hell. We're going to give it hell. Buy the ticket and take the ride. That's what I say. Right. And don't you dare Alabama fans. Like that Georgia fan coming here talking. Smack them. You better not. You guys thought you'd beat Bama. Look, it's a whole podcast. Let's do your own. You didn't have anything good to say about us at all. Like, I did have a lot of damn good things to say about you. I talked about it for a while. I just feel like, you know, you got a a three-win game. The team's already got beat by Texas A&M this year. You know, you look at how we match up and our defense is going to have the most trouble and we got a dang good defense that's been playing well, you know. They get out there and show up this year. You know, you got everybody back healthy pretty much on the defense, right? They get out there and show up and they're looking good. Uh, And then offense, I think we can move the ball against Alabama. I think think our run game will be well against Alabama because of the size of their, you know, defensive line and their playmakers on the defensive line you know um i think we also can take advantage of their corners and of course you know their linebackers are just beasts right so what are you gonna do right you gotta be happy with three yards if you're running the ball and you're getting three yards you gotta be happy with that yeah yeah you don't want to be stopped the line of scrimmage and of course you don't want to lose any yards but three yards if we get those i'm taking it and you got to go for it on that fourth if you're getting three yeah, by running it, by running it too, not no weird, fancy stuff. Oh yeah, just running it. What if you just got like twelve plays in a row of just getting three yards at a time, four yards at a time, and then fourth down and one, you know, first play, and just gets KJ, just some crazy play. And here's the thing, and here's the thing too. If you're getting three yards at a time, right? It's just a matter of time before somebody breaks one loose. It's just a matter of time yeah. before a linebacker. You know, slides a little bit too far, and there's a little bit of a gap, and Rocket just blasts right up through there. I know we don't run him, we don't like him, and all that, but good lord, I'm still, I'm still big on Rocket. I've been big on him all year. I think he needs the ball more. I think we need to get the ball in his hands a little bit more, more than one touch in a game. Yeah, that's crazy, especially that his. Like for the season, he's one of those guys that like he's got more carries on the season than Dominic Jones. 
And I see that and I'm like, really? Still? I can, Johnson's been the starter since the bye week. But I, I don't and Johnson's tearing it up. Johnson's tearing well, it up, too. you got to give him the ball a lot also. Yeah, so feed them all. Like the, again, like receivers don't have a strong point. Besides Get them all Bird. the ball 15 oh. times. All That's four running good. backs the ball 15 times. 60 runs. Give me six. I like throwing A.J. Green out there with his speed. <laughs> like what he did earlier in the season when he got some chances, so. That's true. Why can't we not put Rocket back at kickoff return too, and punt return? Can we please put one of our like super fast running backs back there? Like, why is he not back there? Can you imagine him streaking down the field after catching a kickoff? Yeah. He's got ten yards to get his speed up. Come on. It's just yeah, a no-brainer. No. I don't understand why we're. I don't understand that. What they're afraid they're going to get him hurt or something? Is that what? Like, <laughs> maybe he can't catch it. I've said that before, and then like they put the kid back there and they kick it, and he just can't get under it and catch it. And it's like, okay, I see. <laughs> I see. Well, why. I see why. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I ain't been at practice. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we talking about it. it's a sign. Sun was in my. Got the lights on. There ain't even no sun out right now. Good Lord. I can't believe we just said that Alabama's going to lose to Arkansas. Let's just move on from that. Yeah, we better move on. That was crazy. Ooh. What are they going to do? Throw us to jail? I don't even feel like it's a homer pick. I really don't. I think it's a possibility. Maybe not next year. Maybe not the year after that. But I mean, you're looking at one of the <laughs> one of the best chances we got at beating Alabama right now. Really? Yeah, I mean, we've got an experienced defense. You know what I mean? It's not like we're not like this is a ridiculous. Uh, Ridiculous defense we have. Now that, I mean, Catalan, when we first lost Catalan, we were trying to adjust, but seeing Slusher really, really adjust to that starting position and taking over the, uh, you know, backfield him and Fouché back there, and then obviously making that big play last week only is going to give him more confidence. I just feel like in the West, any team could beat anybody at any given Sunday, any given Saturday in the West. Not so much, you know, in the East and Anybody can beat Vanderbilt, but here's the thing, man. We figured it up the other day. There's a chance that everybody in the SEC could go to to be eligible for a bowl game except for Vanderbilt, and there's not enough bowl games for everybody. So it's a good, like you said, it's a good year to be able to, you know, have more than six wins because I, I could see a scenario where some six-win SEC schools didn't get into a ball game this year. Yeah, if there's not enough to go around, then just the hodgepodge of the teams that are, it's you know, best conference, obviously, and best division. If we win this game, and we win the next game, and we're a nine-win team going into a ball game with the ability to get ten wins, okay, I mean, whew. 
Probably, it's got to be the, it, I don't know. Where are we going? Sugar Bowl, right? Outback. It's got to be one of the two. I feel like if we lose this game, we still go to Outback. I think Ole Miss goes Sugar. I think that's kind of, you know, set in stone. But, I don't know, man. Yeah, because Ole Miss has Vanderbilt and Mississippi State left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to win. They're going to win those games. Yeah. Everybody has these at damn least. easy games at the end of the year except for us. Well, we do get Missouri next week, which will be nice. I That's hope nice. so. Everybody keeps talking about how easy it's going to be to beat Missouri and how bad they are. And after last year, I don't trust it. I know they haven't had a good year, and they're the worst team in the West, but that's not saying much. The teams in the West are pretty dang good. It ain't like they're Vandy. If they were Vandy, I'd feel better. Like, oh, yeah, we're playing Vandy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're right. You're right, man. You're why, right about that. Why the hell couldn't we have one Vandy game, right? Why can't we play Vandy instead of Georgia? What is wrong with the SEC to give us a schedule like this? Every year, year in, year out, every single year. And it feels good when you win because you're beating like the best of the best and they always got you ranked even when you screw up and you lose the games you shouldn't and they don't, they're like, oh yeah, we're not yeah. going to drop them as far because of their schedule, you know, they were bound mm-hmm. to lose one. <sighs> Couldn't they have given us Georgia during the Chad Morris era when it didn't matter. They gave us Vanderbilt and he still we got blown out. Can you believe we lost to Ole Miss that game? Goodness gracious. Yeah, that was... I just can't still... I still think that should have been a win in our column, man. And if it was, think about where we'd be now. Two-loss team? Good lord. Right there in their shoes. Our own destiny, man, with with Bama. If we beat Bama, we'd win the West. (laughs) That would be crazy, dude. That would be crazy. We went for two, didn't get it. Here we are. Look, if we take this loss, we beat Missouri. That's gonna be, you know, that's that. That's gonna be a heck of a heck of a year right there, right? Oh yeah. I mean, we look at our predictions at the beginning of the year. What do we say? Eight wins. Eight wins. So we are on track to hit our prediction at the beginning of the year. Nobody else that said we were gonna get eight wins. At the oh, end of the year. No. Ain't no anybody else told you that was crazy. All the other podcasts, all the other news programs, all the all the people you follow at the beginning of the year would tell would have said, No, eight eight's a little we'll probably get, you know, six, maybe seven. Six would be a hell of a year. Just mm-hmm. getting in the ball game. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about Missouri though, man. We haven't beat them. I mean, we beat them one time since they came in the conference. So that's not, I'll give it to you, man. It's not a walkover. I just want to beat them, man. I want to, we've been breaking streaks a lot, a few good streaks this year. So, yeah. It'd be nice if we beat Bama and then beat Mizzou. That'd be really killer. That's going to be hard because it's going to be like, where, where, the, where are they going to send you to a bowl game at, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you said, it might be the, might wind up going to, uh, 
because I remember you were talking about this the other day, is uh, going to the Citrus Bowl. So having, you know, us at the Citrus Bowl and, you know, old mess over at the <laughs> Outback Bowl. But surely you ain't getting lower than that, right? Surely they're not sending us to Music City or anything. They wouldn't <laughs> do that this year, would they? I hope not. Man. It just seems I've just seen so many projections of it. Like, yeah, this doesn't interest. Like Music City, I think like you need another. We need a, you need to be at least a five loss team for a Music City bowl. I think that feels like a seven win SEC team. That feels like a seven and five. Mm-hmm. versus eight and four big ten teams well that's what what is it we need Tennessee to beat Auburn I think it is think that can happen I they've had so. a bad they, year they've had a better year play. than I would think right, I guess we should get away from football Talk about basketball. Move, move into the move. other sports. Well, we still got our picks and fantasy. <sighs> Look, man, what did you think about this Garner Webb and this North Iowa game? You know, I know we're both watching. You know, both those games, and we're down, thinking, "What in the hell is going on?" You know, against these teams. My daughter told me she was scared. We got down to Northern Iowa. I told her it'd be all right. We was going to win. And we did. You know, but goodness, even just to get, like, in those situations against these schools. Is it just yeah, me? Yeah. Am I just being an elitist? <laughs> that's fine, man. I mean, that's how we should be. We just made an Elite Eight. We're number 16. Like, there's no reason. I don't I don't understand what's going on, to be honest, getting down to these. Now, Gardner Webb, we got up. I didn't understand part of it. I guess he's trying to play with different lineups or whatever. We get up big. We're up at Gardner Webb 16 at halftime. Mm-hmm. We get up by like 30 at one point. That lineup's really good. Vanover's playing great. 19 points in 17 minutes. You know what I mean? He's he's taken like really like developed an in or a better inside game than he's had. Mm-hmm. Not, um, and Note was playing good in that game, and, and they take them all out take the starters out or that lineup out that got up to that 30 point lead and uh, left in this other one like Kamani Johnson and Wade and um, Amude did okay but and likes that wasn't his best game out of these two and they just they kind of let Gardner Webb climb back in it's like guys we should be better than this like even that lineup the way that is like mm-hmm. should be better oh, just kind of got away I mean we and then Northern Iowa Northern Iowa's ridiculous three what's our three-point defense was terrible again we saw that i think against mercer it just felt like we're just letting these guys just I mean, hit 17 three-pointers mm-hmm. uh, just not the greatest defense we get down like you said yeah your daughter was scared for a reason man because it did look like there's a chance we could but again going back to this thing must we just keep getting behind i don't understand um what the deal is and i want to see us and now we now we play you know, big. You know, I play Kansas State and either Illinois or Cincinnati, and those teams are gonna lick. Uh, you know, lick their chops. And as we go on the season, if we get down. Mm-hmm. Oh, what are we shooting? Fifty percent for our threes. I mean, that's not too bad. Forty, fifty percent range. If 
par threes in this game, and that's that's you know, that's pretty good. Um, I mean, I'd like that to be a little bit higher, but that's not you know that's not as as bad as we've seen. You know, at least we're not you know, I don't know. I mean, we did throw up a lot, but we hit at least half of them, so that's good. I mean, there's been other games where we've thrown up threes and hadn't been able to hit anything. You know. Oh yeah, forty-eight percent. We'd probably break the the all the NCAA record. Kept that up. Mm-hmm. That's pretty damn. Yeah, I could. I wish that. I wish that keep. But this one too, and that one was Gardner Webb. That's what the Jackson Robinson hit two in a row, and then he missed mm-hmm. five straight. Just like, dude, that was the first couple misses. How about we not do that? Yeah, yeah our three point shooting hadn't been too bad. These. These last two games, and then giving it up to the other team, letting them shoot forty-two Gardner Webb, and mm-hmm. then letting Northern Iowa shoot forty-six percent. What the yeah. hell's going on here? No, Vanover looked good out there in that game too. I mean, he got you know a little bit of time, seventeen minutes, and looked real good out there with his, you know, nineteen points or whatnot. And so, you know, you were excited to see him come into the next game. Yeah. It was- yeah, I only played five minutes. I didn't kind of even win that draft. Like, didn't that? I mean, he kind of shot himself in the foot taking the <laughs> two three pointers kind of right out of the gate, not hitting even one of them. But he didn't see the floor, one rebound. That that's kind of all they all they gave him. Even after he had such a big game against Gardner Webb. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, and Jalen Williams has been he's been really good. Five assists in that game against Gardner Webb. Seven assists for a six ten guy, leading assist uh, guy for us. Uh, mm-hmm. So really, Jalen Williams playing really good. Uh, I like this against Northern Iowa, taking more shots, and he gets a, also three blocks against him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, you know, and I felt like the uh, the games were really, you know, they wasn't like super fast paced like you normally see for Arkansas game, like, moving up and down the court, like, at a, you know, tremendously fast pace, like we even, like we saw last year, you know, and I don't know if that's just because they're all, like, trying to, you know, find each other or trying to, like, you know what I mean, get to know each other and things like that, but and he had some stupid stuff, too, going on where, the, you know, they were throwing the ball just over people's heads and out of bounds, and I'm just like, why? Like, why? Why Why are you doing that? Like, take the ball and drive to the basket. Like, that's the thing with the Northern Iowa game. It was like, take the ball and drive the basket. We needed to start driving the basket. And it just felt like we wouldn't drive the basket for anything in that game. You know, and you could see, like, the three-pointers, that all dropped, right? Like, everything dropped in that game. And it's like, take it to the hoop, you know? Yeah, you really saw this game... Moving or last two games, moving the ball pretty good, but 23 assists, only nine turnovers against Gardner Webb, and 21 assists, only five turnovers against Northern Iowa. So really good, but mm-hmm. really to me, I mean, putting up 93 points, uh, 86 points, it's pretty good. It's just mm-hmm. I think giving it giving it up on the other end, but yeah, a well, uh, lot to work with. It feels like he putting up those points and not playing didn't feel like he played that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, 34 points in the paint against Gardner-Webb, 42, which is better against Northern Iowa. A lot of things to work on, though. I mean, it's, kind of, I mean, it's obvious to see when you're almost losing to these teams. Gardner-Webb, not Northern Iowa. And these are experienced teams. 
you know, these are guys that's played together. There's a lot of juniors and seniors for both these, but still no excuse. But glad we came over with a win. You see it all the time. Yeah. Uh, ranked teams losing to these kind of schools, so yeah, at least say that. And it looked like like we were like by the time we got to the end of the second half in both these games, we were playing so much better than we yeah. were playing at the beginning of the game. But like, like we can't do like we ain't gonna be able to do that this next game. This next game we need a full game for the entire game. We're not gonna be able to come out slow and then build up to the end and have a big finale and win it because yeah. it ain't gonna work. So. <laughs> I hope they've gotten it out of their system. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, when are we going to come out and just, you know, have a 20 to 5 lead? Something like that right out of the gate. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you think, man, going in this Kansas State? I mean, I haven't watched Kansas State uh, this year. They've been all right. Uh, Bruce Weber's still their coach. He's had some decent success but they're not a terrible basketball program they're definitely going to win you know they're right down the road from kansas city mm-hmm. it'll be kind of really interesting to see how it goes i feel like i mean it's a team i feel like we should go two and oh in this tournament and then if we you know beating them or will it, we're either gonna play cincinnati or illinois after that. yeah how the hell do they not know who we're gonna play is this red robin cincinnati and illinois yeah. playing somebody else in this tournament Prior to that, no, since Cincinnati versus it's just a four-team, I mean, mini tournament, I guess. Okay, so Cincinnati so will play Illinois. Winner of that's yeah. going to play us. Yeah. Okay. So Cincinnati hadn't been hadn't been as good. Their coach two years ago went over to UCLA. Uh, Mick Cronin, Illinois is decent. They did lose to uh, Marquette, but they've lost their their best players been. Suspended, so it's I think his first uh, Kofi Cockburn. He was really good last year, so his first game will. And Marquette's not a like slouch team, right? Like no, not losing no, to a, a, they're good. They got a good program, you know. So yeah, that's not that's definitely not a that's not interesting. I mean Marquette's. I mean they don't. I don't think they they definitely don't play Division One for. So they really it's one of their main. Main focuses in basketball. They're oh. in the tournament a lot. I wonder how bad our predictions were off for these. <laughs> uh, let's see. So you had us beating uh, Gardner Webb eighty four sixty two. So that's, that's not bad. really good. Eighty six sixty nine. <laughs> I'd say that's good. I had us beating them seventy nine sixty. That's not uh, bad either. We both had the eighteen point margin. Right on the, right on the, are you at 22, but we were right on the money. I'm feeling pretty good about that. And then Northern Iowa, you had 73-63. That's, you know, pretty much that double-digit win. I had 86. So I thought we'd beat them a little bit more than that, which did not happen. Good. Predictions, you were right on the line on both times. So I'll be interested to see what you pick against in these two games. Oof. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Let's see. Kansas State's gonna win this one. No, I'd say Arkansas eighty-three, Kansas State seventy-six. That's pretty good. 
That's pretty good. I didn't even glance at Yeah. Oh, let me see uh, this first. Yeah. I don't know how this wouldn't really change your mind. You still got Arkansas winning. Um, so Kansas State's 2 0. They beat Florida A&M 757. So they beat them by 10 points. And beat Omaha 79 6. So not, they haven't really been impressive either in their early. Yeah, they hadn't really played nobody. Let's see. I'll go Arkansas. No, Arkansas. 78, Kansas State, 69. 78, 69, I like it. And then, let's see here. So, Illinois so far, they've beaten Jackson State, 71-47, beat State, now lost by one. So, should I have? I keep thinking, like, I just kept thinking it's going to be Illinois. I'm thinking as long as we advance over State, I'm really, I'm really thinking we're playing uh, Illinois in this game. At least that's the matchup I want to see, mm-hmm. uh, especially because Cincinnati's not ranked this year. Um, they're 4-0, so they've got, I mean, not bad. Fine schedule. You know, some websites just aren't as easy to navigate. Schedule. That's true. That's it really true. pisses me. It really pisses me off. Where is it at? Yeah. You gotta find a plus. <laughs> Alright, I beat Evansville 65-43. Beat Georgia 73-68. Alabama A&M 89. Presbyterian 79-45. They might beat Illinois. Yeah, that's, that's, they've gone through and they've had games to you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. pretty extra game kind of on that, on everybody. So, uh, good. But again, Illinois gets a really good player back. Is he going to be ready? Is he going to be ready in that first game, or is he going to? Are they going to squeak by Cincinnati and he turns it on against us? That's a good or question. Cockburn. Kofi Cockburn. That's a good question. We'll see what happens with Cockburn. Yep. Golly, what a name. Let's try to see what his. So I wish we could predict that game. I wish, know. I wish they could play now <laughs> so we could know. I don't know. We'll put Let's it up see. on Twitter. There we go. That's a, that's a, that's a fair way to do that. We'll definitely trying to find out the number one overall pick for them the mock draft is NBC Sports mm-hmm. and Chet Holmgren Holmgren <laughs> Chet first oh, what Chet. year is this man? 1949 NBA draft oh Chet Chet's a projector. he's the one to watch Chet's I have not watched any who are these guys? Well, I think Kofi Cockburn What's, is good. Are we in the playoffs on the uh, Fantasy League now? Is that where we're... We are. Let me... Alright. 
Yeah, we are the semifinals. Pretty exciting. I'm sorry. Season's almost bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Can't wait for next season. Hopefully we'll have a... Well, we definitely will. It'll be a bigger, better league. So we got run like a Razorback, losing to me, our pit boss. I've got a quarterback in, Malik Cunningham, for scored seven touchdowns. So I'm already up 66 to nothing. And then big wiener bats are up. At early 8.6 points with uh, having uh, Mateo Durant for Duke scoring 8.6. Team Evie Dobb. So it's still still ways from over. See who gets the prize. I know Big Wiener Bandits really thinks he's gonna gonna do it this year. We'll see. We'll see Big Wiener Bandit. Well you're still in it, man. That's pretty cool. You're in the hunt. I am in the hunt. I got a good good start so far. Start. That's good, man. That's good. So what were we at on our picks? Alright. Last week, Chad, you went nine. Last winning record brings your total up to eighty three and four. I went twelve and five to be ninety and eighty three and sixty four. This is a terrible week for games. I'm just gonna don't have a whole lot on the docket. Not a lot of SEC games, a lot of SEC games playing in, you know, Tennessee States, things like that. There's not very many SEC games. Yeah. So it's it's weird, um, but let's do it. Let's do it. I'll call picks. Air Force at Nevada. Air Force. Go with Air Force. I go Air Force. Florida State at Boston College. Florida State. I go Florida State as well. Um, Iowa State at Oklahoma. Mm, Oklahoma. I'll go. I'm gonna go Iowa State. Wow! Um, wow. Michigan State. No, like Oklahoma this year. Um, neither is Iowa. Iowa State. You said wow against a couple times last week. <laughs> well, I wonder I, what those. You should put, always put the little star by. Whenever I go <laughs> wow, you should always put a little star down so we can see. What, a lot of times you're right. <laughs> you're right about it. Well, the, the one I picked, I do have some. So I just try to be different. And that one was. That uh, one part right. I, I kind of regret, actually. I re- but I've already written it down, so it shall be. It done. is scribed. It is scribed. Michigan State at Ohio State. Oh, man. Uh, Michigan State. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Oh, I'll let it ride Michigan. They're all hyped up after beating Michigan. Been, yeah, they're gonna, they're they're probably gonna win that, man. That whole conference is not that good anyway. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, it'd be nice if it knocks them out of number four, two. Put Cincinnati up there. Have a weird oh, yeah, more Georgia, <laughs> Alabama, Oregon, and Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, they'll make Georgia play Cincinnati. If our Bamba prediction comes true, they'll be out of the top four, too. That's true. Oh, yeah, they will. We'll have two losses. We'd have Georgia, Cincinnati, Michigan, and Michigan State. Well, how about that? Damn. They better be rooting for the piggies. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it better be. A lot of teams will be rooting for us. Old piggies. <laughs> Wake Forest at Clemson. Um, Wake Forest. I'll go Wake Forest as well. They're trying to. They're trying to somehow get in the playoff too. Um, they won't let them. No, they should have lost. The, they would have gone undefeated. Hell, they won't even um, put Cincinnati in there, and they are undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> SMU at Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, I'll go Cincinnati as well. Um, Florida at Mizzou. Florida, hopefully. Just because I want Mizzou to be beaten. I don't know. Man, I should have picked Mizzou. I should have picked Mizzou so they would go to a bowl game. Oh, that's true. You know what? I want to pick Mizzou. Um, I wish I would have picked them. UCLA at USC. UCLA. Go USC. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a weird game. Um, Auburn at South Carolina. Auburn. Yeah. Oregon at Utah. Um, Oregon. That's a tough game because they're both in the top 25, you know? Yeah, that that should be a pretty good game. Uh, Virginia Tech at Miami. Um, Miami. I'll go Miami as well. Utah, Oregon is basically Arkansas, Alabama. Yeah, it is. Top five versus... Seven and three. (laughs) Good Lord. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, I gotta get... I gotta get up there. I can't believe I'm... I just keep losing more and more. This is it, man. Next last next week's the last one. We're not do bowl games. Oh, you gotta do bowl games, right? Yeah, my bad. My That's bad. gonna be the tiebreaker. It gives you a chance to come back. There's a lot of bowl games. Oh, there's a lot of bowl games. Yeah, there's like forty. <laughs> yeah, no, no, my bad, my bad. My goodness. <laughs> Definitely do a bowl. I mean, game. if I was winning, I'd want to go ahead and cut it short too, and not do the ball games. Also. No, no, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. I'm no quitter. Hell, you could. Get, I mean, we picked one. You're not a two. Oh, miss. Three. Quitter. No. 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 Oh, what about hockey? I think they they swept Nebraska. You know, their website only gives us one score, but I think we won Saturday as well. Yeah, I thought I saw where we swept them on the uh, Facebook there. So 
Well, we got him about four and one for that first game. So yeah. Update your website. Golly. Like now you've just like devolved. Like we used to do hockey like third, and we used to give it a lot of attention. And now that they've stopped putting statistics and everything up, they've devolved back to like the last one. And we just yeah. tell you what we can. Like we want to. We want to mention it, but it's it's been tough. <laughs> but they do play at Kansas. Well, they play in Independence, Missouri. And then two games, then Sunday returned home for a game against North Texas, which is a... Um, man, North Texas just coming up here for one game. I wonder if they're traveling maybe somewhere around here and stopping by. I just hope we but beat them. That's a division game. Yeah, that's... What Kansas does the two stars mean? I know one star is division. What tells two mean? Yeah, two's division and one's conference. Oh, okay, okay. Well, it's a division game then. Okay. We got to win that. Yeah. It's weird that, that we only have one game with somebody that's in our division. I know. I'm, I'm wondering if they're like, yeah, no, it's definitely weird. I wonder if they're like, I wonder if they went up to. Like went up to Missouri this this weekend, and like for Saturday and Friday and Saturday, and then on their way back, they're stopping off. And, I don't know. It just I just don't know, man. Let's weird. see. I'm gonna it's look weird. up. It's a weird. North North Texas's schedule. Good, look up their man, schedule. They've got a good. They got a good website. Got a real nice website. Oh, I got game previews, weekend previews, and stuff. Maybe they should start looking at you know. Oh, established nineteen eighty one. They've been forty years of UNT. Yeah, Lord. Well, no wonder. Forty years, golly. Oh, okay, yeah, they played Missouri State Friday night and Saturday night, and then so on the way back home, they're gonna stop off at in Springville. <laughs> you hit it right, man. You know. <laughs> I just said something was like, "There's no way they're coming up Denton, Texas." For one game on a Sunday before Thanksgiving. Still weird that they would make no, a division game, a game that they just play on the way back. Like, <laughs> are the division games just not important at all? Like, it's weird, <laughs> man. And this is a team. This is a team we beat nine to one earlier in the year. Too. Wow. Maybe it's just a rule they got where there's like every year you only play one of the division teams just one time. Which still doesn't make sense. Uh, let's see here. Come on now. How is Missouri State a division team and just in the conference? Yeah. <laughs> uh, come on now. Sorry, I'm trying to find this before. Add to it. All right, here we go. No, they don't know if they updated it. Okay. Well, I think it's the same as last week. We're 3 and 0 in division. Mhm. And North Texas is 1 and 2. So I don't know if it's updated on the MACHA website. I like looking at that the season the what division. Kansas is 1 and 6 in their division. We should slaughter them. Get around. We should go three and zero this weekend. We should. Woo pig suey. Go hogs.